Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams and our weekly newsletter with money off books and museum visits as well. Plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com slash we have ways. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use Gift Mode. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. I'm Anthony Scaramucci, former White House Director of Communications and Wall Street financier. And I'm Katty Kay, U.S. Special Correspondent for BBC Studios. I've been covering American politics for almost three decades. Welcome to The Rest is Politics U.S., brought to you by Goalhanger. Go on, tell us, were those donations you made, like Obama in 2008, was that idealism? Were you hoping to get something out of these campaigns that would serve your own business interests, for example? So I think this will either make this podcast incredibly successful, Caddy, or people <laughs> will be horrified and they'll shut it off right now because I'm going to be very real with you. The Obama donation, I had gone to law school with President Obama. We were not classmates. I was a few years ahead of him. It was 2007. He was then Senator Obama. I had a check in my breast pocket. I went over to the senator. I said, Senator, I said, you and I didn't really know each other in law school, but I'm about to hand you a big check. Can I lie to my friends and tell them that you and I knew each other in law school? <laughs> well, Obama looks at me, had the best smile in American politics since Jack Kennedy. Forever. Yeah. He lights up. He looks at me and says, I'll tell you what, if you double the amount of the check, we'll take it back to Hawaii. Okay. And I looked at him. I said, you're done. I had another check in my pocket. I ripped it up. I doubled the amount of the check. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've been to more White House Christmas parties during the Obama administration than the Trump administration. 
In this pivotal year for the United States, democracy and world affairs, Britain's biggest podcast, The Rest is Politics, is launching stateside. Uncovering secrets from inside the Biden and Trump inner circles and how they shape the world's most important economy, but also the global economy, too. New episodes are released every Friday morning. Just search The Rest is Politics U.S. wherever you get your podcasts. Tally-ho, tally-ho, welcome to We Have Ways of Making You Talk from a secret location in Lincolnshire, which obviously we're going to reveal because otherwise they're not going to get the plug they so richly deserve for hosting us today. Um, welcome to We Have Ways, uh, James Holland and I. Um, what's just what's over there, Jim? Well, the reason I'm grinning like a goat because yeah, it's elevating. We yeah. are next to a very shaky airplane. Extremely shaky. <laughs> uh, we're next to a De Havilland mosquito. How cool is that? I mean, I mean, this is this is absolutely one of my favourites. I mean, Spitfire, Mitfire. I mean, oh, absolutely. But you know what? You know what? I'm really loving about uh, being here right this minute is I've only ever seen these in museums. Yes. I've not seen one on basically on a grass strip, as nature intended. Yeah. Or Mr. De Havilland. Yeah. Um, it's very odd seeing it out in in the wild. You know, it hasn't got a Lysander crammed in next no. to it. No. So, a, so or, how or how the, do you feel it feel it's different to what you were thinking? In the flesh. So well, you to know speak. what? Weirdly. Um, it doesn't look old. The lines on it feel because uh, they're. It's the, who did we talk to about smooth lines in aerodynamics and moving your hands on a line? That was Joe Coles, wasn't it? That's Joe Coles, wasn't it? Yeah. The Lancaster, which is which is behind us, looks old and old-fashioned. It looks like the, a wartime plane. And doesn't this it? does not. If you were to build a twin-engine plane that had to go quickly now, it it might not look unlike this. I no. think. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I just think Doesn't everything about it, it looks right. And I'm still sticking to that kind of, you know, if it looks right, it probably will yeah, be yeah. right. And if it doesn't, yeah. it's a dog. Anyway, but the most important thing is we are joined by Andrew Panton, who is the, the maestro, the master behind... There's an aeroplane taking off because this, 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 is is this is a strip. There so should we, should we do the big reveal where we are? We are at former RAF East Kirby. Yeah. And join my and Andrew, who is Aviation over, Heritage Centre. Aviation Heritage Centre, who's overseeing not only just getting this mosquito here, but also is completely restoring the Lancaster, more of which are non. But for the moment, Andrew, thank you for letting us come. You're very welcome. And uh, let, let's let's just talk mozzies. For a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, what? Well, you know all about this aeroplane, even though you're a Lancaster guy, really, Andrew, aren't you? Yeah. You still, nevertheless, uh, pretty know every square inch of this plane, right? I've had to adapt, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> however much I haven't wanted to, because obviously Avro Lancaster is is our thing. Um, yeah, it's a it's a Merlin powered aircraft, so yeah. it's uh, very similar to Lancaster. It's just made of magic wood and uh, and flies very fast. Yeah. Uh, where's what's the provenance of this particular aircraft then? So this is um, HJ711. Um, it's owned by Tony Agar, and he's been restoring it for about 45 years. Um, <laughs> right, so a little okay. bit of time. Uh, it started in his garage um, and eventually ended up um, with a complete aircraft, as you see here. But um, it actually started life, or the story started, in the same place as our Lancaster story started, in the fact that the cockpit section was sold at Squires Gate, Blackpool, at an aviation auction where right. Tony bought it. Um, and then rather than just having a cockpit, he decided he was going to have a whole aircraft and, and worked from there. Why not? Mm. Wow, so that's come come from the cockpit sort of backwards that's ex that is absolutely extraordinary yeah isn't it but there were lots of different marks of of mosquito weren't there so i mean which, which what mark is this 
So it's an NF2, so it's a night fighter variant. Right. Um, two thirds of all mosquitoes built were the, the FB6, so the fighter bomber. Yeah. Right. So this is very similar to a, an FB6, except um, it's got the, uh, the radar fitted, so the yeah. herringbone aerial on the front and, and on the wingtips, um, and it doesn't have the, the half bomb bay. So the, the bomb bay on the FB6 was half ventral bay, half bomb bay. Right. Whereas on the NF2, it's completely uh, ventral bay, so we've got a fuel tank rather than bombs. Okay, and they weren't painted black? They went through various colour schemes. Um, this is the colour scheme that HJ711 was painted in. And they did have black underside, some of them, and they were black. But of course, right. as you probably know, with black, you can see it in the night sky, strangely enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, it's not the best camo camouflage at night, it no. turns out. Um, and so... Uh, well, I mean, what is there to say about the mosquito that I, I'm sh our listeners probably don't know? Well, no, but about the, the whole birth of it, I think, is really interesting, isn't it? And how it was conceived and how it came about and the fact that it is the wooden wonder. I mean, it is amazing to think that it is, not entirely, but largely made out of wood. Yeah, it's, I guess it's the, the first kind of multi-role, really versatile aircraft. It's, it's effectively a composite aircraft, I guess. It's made of um, uh, Sitka spruce and, uh, and balsa. So it's all kind of a laminated structure within the fuselage. The only metal bits are the uh, engine bearers, the undercarriage and the, the nacelles and cowlings. So um, the whole wing and everything's all made out of wood. The wing's in one complete section. So the, the aircraft is effectively built around the wing. So the wing's right. the strongest item and the fuselage is just uh, bolted on top of it. That's amazing, isn't it? It's and it's made out of wood. Incredible. I mean, how does that work? Why doesn't it just completely disintegrate? Yeah, I mean, when you consider the two Rolls-Royce Merlins, the, the weight of those with a prop on is around three quarters of a ton. Um, those pulling at that, that wooden wing, you'd, you'd imagine it would just pull it apart, wouldn't you? But, yeah, uh, but it's super glue and, and, and a sort of compression lamination process and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Where they're basically compressing the wood, uh, but also it's a laminate, so you get... I expect it... Is it... Is it uh, uh, cross lamination so that you've got the the, the yeah. grains running in opposite directions and stuff that's to right. spread the to spread the load bearing and all that sort of stuff yeah so the it's kind of strips of of uh, wood that's like drum making the reason i know about that is from drum making i have a drum making company and we, we make our shells stronger by cross laminating um the plies in the the plies in the ply with the ply we make you cross laminate the the grains yeah. so that the force can go in both directions so you don't you don't end up with the grain all going in one one way and it, it makes it stronger yeah automatically but they, they, the, they must have done that yeah I mean, what, yes. what's the what's the conception of the mosquito in the first place though i mean what, what how, how does it how does de Havilland come up with the idea of making something out of wood well it, it comes really from the, the shortage of aluminium and, and metal during the war de Havilland um, saw that everything was being made out of aluminium and metal uh, which there would be a shortage so all your lancasters and spitfires um, all being produced uh, and so bringing the, the wooden about and you could use all your cabinet makers and all your little trades in the in the country um, there was a, a real opening for it not that they necessarily wanted it the uh, Ministry of Aircraft Production for a start until they saw how good it really was yeah I mean at one point the spec included a turret didn't it and he's kind of like yeah yeah we'll put the turret on don't worry about it well don't worry about it you'll get your turret um, uh, and carried on they, I mean they basically Davlin did this on a did the mosquito sort of on a punt, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He knew he could. He knew he, he, he could backed make, it. Yeah, he backed it. He knew he could come up with a, a, a plane that in the end would work. But at one point, the spec it needed a turret on the. You know, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Don't worry, don't worry, it will come with a turret. And uh, <laughs> and then of course delivers. I mean, because it's, it's quite sort of late 1940s, isn't it? That it's actually sort of ready. The 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 as a type. I mean, I, I like I say though, I, I think it looked. I mean, it's interesting. You said it's like a. It's a 
it's like a modern fighter aircraft in that it it does everything. Yeah. That it's it's it, it's a weapons platform that you use for night fighting, for um, maritime strike, for bombing. A, a proper strike aircraft, like like the RAF has now. Because earlier on we had um, typhoons, typhoons going, going over, which of course they're multi-purpose aircraft. Yeah. It's yeah. better to buy one one, <laughs> one type, thing that can it? do everything. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you think of the, the different things it, it did from the, the night fighting to the uh, just the general bomber, the B-16, B-35, um, and through to the uh, the tank buster that they yeah. had, the uh, the pounder cannon on there, um, incredible really what the uh, the aircraft could do with mainly the same airframe. Yeah. I know with the, the later, the bombers, they, they uprated the uh, the size of some of the formers and things in the wings, so they were slightly uprated, but, but generally it is the same aircraft doing all those roles. Yeah. And you look at the front of it, I mean, it's absolutely bristling with weaponry, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, in, yeah, in, in the very guns, nose. machine guns. Yeah, in the very nose is the 4303s, and then in, in the belly is the, the 20 mil cannons, yeah. Yeah, and you don't have to, you, you just point the aeroplane at the target, don't you? You've none, of that, none of that Spitfire nonsense where you hope it converges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what are the sort of um, uh, complexities, though, because we, we, the way you're talking about it, it sounds like actually quite a simple aeroplane. You know, it's, it's one wing. Um, it's a, it's a, you know, it's made of wood. It's made of wood. What are the complexities with the, with the, with a mosquito? Well, everything on it is designed to be as streamlined and as small as possible, so the aircraft can go as quick as possible. Right. So you want engineers with small hands uh, for a definite, right. because <laughs> everything is just just crammed in in a little space that they can put it in. Uh, when the cowlings are off the engines, and you see how they they've wrapped all the the coolant pipes around the engines and radiators in the uh, the leading edge of the wings, so it uh, creates less drag. It's it's an incredibly designed aircraft, really, um, and some things on it are very simple. Whereas on the Lancaster, on with Avros, they've made it complicated. Right. So the the way that the undercarriage comes up and the, the doors, the undercarriage doors fold around the undercarriage. The fact in the undercarriage itself is is just like your old mini. It's just rubber donuts. Right. There's no oil and air piston in there or anything. It's just a piston against rubber donuts. So it's a very hard ride. But uh, what can go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. And they, because the, yes, because the coolant's in the lead, the, the radiators are in the leading edge, aren't they? So uh, yeah. which which streamlines your engine cowling. Yeah, extremely streamlined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It reduces its footprint. Yeah, it, it stops the big chin like you have underneath um, things like the Lancaster. Yeah, um, which obviously creates a lot of drag, which didn't matter too much on the Lancaster, but uh, on something that you want to go 400 miles an hour, it uh, the streamlining is key. Yeah, and it can go very high as well, isn't it? It can go 40,000 feet. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the PR versions and things at a, a great ceiling height. Um, obviously, the, the crews have got oxygen supplied to them on pretty much all, all the variants. But um, when you consider a, a wooden fuselage going up to, to 40,000 feet... But it just seems like the, the physics don't kind of feel like they ought to stack up, but they do. Well, luckily, you don't design aeroplanes. <laughs> <laughs> very fortunate. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't do very well at physics anyway. <laughs> I'm honest. Be very honest yeah. yeah, I tended to just not believe it. Uh, <laughs> it can't be right. It can't be right. It can't be right. <laughs> Um, but we're going to start up the engines, aren't we? Yeah, we've got a, a seven-day run to do on it. So with the Merlin engines, they're, they're overhead cams, so you've got to keep oil at the top of the cams, otherwise it starts to wear them. So you have to run it every seven days to keep oil up there. So that's what we'll do uh, this afternoon. Fantastic. And earlier and on... One lucky man. Yeah, earlier on, the, James <laughs> made the greatest sacrifice of all. Greater love hath no man that he that gives up his seat in a mosquito <laughs> when the engines are running. Um, uh, James said, no, 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 you go. I think a bit hotly, a bit, I think he... I think he went a bit early on that. Yeah, he's just slightly regretting it now. But <laughs> the <deed> is done. <laughs> Brilliant. So you need to clamber into the cockpit or try. I'll try. I'll try and get in. I'll try and fit. 
I don't, we don't want another situation like it was with the, with the no, hawk. No. <laughs> a friend of mine once got in a Spitfire and tore his trousers. It was, it was, it was. They, they literally ripped as he sat down in the. Really? Very, very, very funny. Yeah, that well, is we're not going to repeat that now. Anyway, so shall we? Shall we? Yeah, Jim, absolutely. Jim, you happy watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. But I want to see you. <laughs> I want to wave. Right, I'm going to get into the mosquito now. I never thought I'd ever say that. <laughs> That's quite narrow, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm quite it's big. Small, and it's small when you get into the plane. If you lean over the pilot's seat, back into the... Gotcha. Okay. So, lean over the, lean over the pilot's seat and back into the navigator's seat. It's quite blabber, isn't it, with the fire and rescue? All oh, right. Okay. Right. Well, weirdly, weirdly spacious sat here, um, I'd say. Um... Here I am in the navigator's seat of this mosquito, um, waiting for Andrew, and we're going to start the engines, and that's going to be um, deafening, I'm told. <laughs> so if you hear anything from me, it's because I'll, I'll be bellowing, I imagine. <laughs> Calm before the storm. Um, to describe the cockpit, so there's, um, well, there's all this sort of... Um, Oil, boost, boost, rad, rad. So there's two sets of everything because we have two engines, of course. Um, undercarriage emergency. Hold undercarriage lever down for 20 seconds max. Two, emergency knob down. Operate hand pump. Oh, up to four minutes. God, that's going to be a long four minutes. Um, undercarriage lever down. Emergency knob up. Operate hand pump up to four minutes. God. Uh, flap lever must be neutral. If no green lights, maintain pressure on hand pump during landing and taxiing. So that's an emergency right there happening. Um, there's only two switches that have danger written on them. Um, great big joystick, um, tail and trim. And then behind me, I mean, what's interesting is behind me, it's quite, it's quite sort of spacious, that area behind me there. Um, I'll, I'll bring the phone down so you can have another look, have a proper look. Quite a lot of space. And there's a very pistol handle here. Um, trigger and pistol butt for firing flares out of. Isn't that? It's a very pistol light, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right, here comes Andrew. So I'm going to turn the camera off because... Um, uh, there we go. He's getting in now. Uh, turn the video round. Um, do you... You don't do this a lot, or this is the first? Is it your first time? <laughs> I, I, I once went skydiving with the Red Devils, and I said to the bloke, um, uh, "You know, they were doing their banter. So, how many jumps you done?" He goes, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thanks a lot, mate. <laughs> so, this is once a once a week occurrence, right? Yeah, it's, well, it's a seven day run. So, during the summer months, we have to run her every seven days, right? Um, and then she taxis for um, the bigger events and things yeah. as well. So, um, she's run fairly regularly, and uh, at the moment, I'm the only pilot who taxes her so right because she's so so new we're just going through some training schemes with some other pilots to right. get them on board and is she a complicated airplane for someone to get used to i mean a twin engine airplane there's twice as much to worry about right yeah so if you're going from lancaster down to mosquito as i did um not so bad it's not so bad but if you're going up it, it yeah. makes it a lot more complicated right. a lot more difficult yeah okay right okay that we're going to close these windows keep the noise out right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And do they turn in? Uh, are they? Do they turn both 
clockwise or anti-clockwise or yeah, opposite? Same way. Right. So they're, they're like this as we as we sit. Right. Um, it wasn't until the the horn it, that they had them contra-rotating. Yeah. Okay, so in the event of an emergency, yes. if this engine's not working, yes. the not, prop's not going around, we can release this door, yep. pull the red handle. If the engines are running, it's out top. So right. pulling this handle up here, right. over on top of the wing, off the back of the wing. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's easier to tell you now than... Yes, well, what is happening, yeah. So it's going to go prime the engines. There's the fire truck. So the, the engine priming is done by car gas primers, just as in a Spitfire Lancaster, right. just on the side of the cowling. Right. And that puts neat fuel into the supercharger, top yep. of the course. Yeah. So mysterious noises <laughs> coming from uh, the starboard side right now. Okay. Yep. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Can you? It's the most amazing sound. Most ways about it. Sheer racket. I'm not getting out. <laughs> you can't make me get out. Gonna stay here now, aren't yeah, you? I think I might. Yeah. Thank goodness you've made it home. <laughs> that was some. Um, that was. Was that something else? Absolutely extraordinary. Um, and the really, uh, the, the the amazing thing was when we um, when we'd first taxied, suddenly we were the other end of the field because I was filming it on the phone. I wasn't really, I wasn't paying too much attention to how quickly right. we were going. Suddenly we covered all that ground. You were all dots, and then, I mean, the noise. The noise is. Um, absolutely exhilarating as well as you might it's expect. pretty tight in there isn't you it might expect, and, and, yeah. and what's fascinating is seeing the side of the cockpit you can see it sort of you can really can see that it's made oh, yeah, of it's wood. made of wood this thing's this thing's this thing is definitely made of wood yeah without a doubt and then there's this space behind here yeah that um uh that's the you know the, the rest of the canopy space is quite spacious i mean it's yeah it's that was the most extraordinary thing i have to say you'd have a pretty chummy relationship with your navigator wouldn't you you'd have to yeah yeah Although, you know, Colin talks about nodding off in his navigator 
Making sure he's dog. Yeah, dog is keeping his hand make hand on the tiller to make sure he's going the right direction. <laughs> yeah, but that that's funny. That all makes sense now. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. in there, doesn't it? Yes, it is intimate. Yeah, but I mean, what a, what a visibility, a, pretty good. Actually, yeah, really good, really, really good. Yeah, yeah, all round. And you know, this is this isn't a brand new piece of armoured perspex, but um, but you can you can see well enough. I thought that was just that was absolutely extraordinary. And you know. Thanks, Jim. Because it could have yeah, been you. Yeah, that was pretty noble, wasn't it? It could have been you. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I win the lottery. <laughs> you do on We Have Ways of Making You Talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we first started this podcast, I thought that's a mugs game podcast. It's not going to amount to anything. No. And here I am, refusing to get out of a mosquito. I'm not coming out. A gasoline. I'm not. Uh, come on, smell. Alistair. You know you need to come down. The smell is amazing. Let's get the colonel on. Anyway, yeah, I'll, go, I'll get out. I'll get out. I'll, I'll, I'll get out. But what a thing! What a treat! And he he had me turn off one of the engines as well, which was a thrill. Of course, getting out of this quickly. We see a foot and a second foot. Hang on. Getting out of this quickly is a different thing. Given that it was just cockpit to start with, that is quite incredible. <laughs> I've got to say, I wouldn't say no, it was just a quick sit-in. Can I do that? Thank you. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's got that... It's got that wonderful... OK, yeah, I see what you mean. It's For big blokes like Al and I, who are six foot two and something, it's not ideal. But what it's got is that lovely smell that is unique to old aircraft of... Of sort of rubber and and metal and wood and oil and aviation fuel and canvas and actually if I'm completely honest obviously the cockpit is a lot bigger than a Spitfire but it's not a lot bigger I mean there is room for two side by side but it's it's still pretty tight and a lot of dials of course as you'd expect Throttles down on the left exactly where you expect compass. Um, fuel gauges on the right hand side, and obviously that's because that's where the navigator is, and he's got his compass radio behind. Um, yeah, and there is this little bit of area here. And and like all the aircraft, when you're actually in the cockpit, it always seems bigger because you're looking down the wings and you get that effect of perspective. But it does have a kind of modernity to it that, that you don't associate from aircraft of this era. It's just fascinating. What a, what a fantastic thing to be in here. Wow. But it just, it just, it's also incredibly frustrating. Where's Al? I, I'm here, James. It's frustrating, isn't it? Because... How can I help? <laughs> well, I know. With your, yeah, your you're trying to generate of, your own of, high of, there. But... <laughs> you're a greater experience of being on a mosquito with the engines running. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is really, really frustrating as well, isn't it? Because you, you just want to, it to take off. Yeah. Yeah, that, there's no doubt about that. And also, it, it very much felt like it might at one point. <laughs> I thought it might as well. It did look like I it. I bet, I, you know, after hours. It was itching. Break in here, tool it around the field a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, 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 yes, it did feel like it really wanted, it did feel like it wanted to, to go. I mean, the power of the engines, you can really sense how powerful the how powerful it is and you know if it's a it's a light air airframe with two great big powerful merlins on it it's going to go like the clappers isn't it yeah right yeah, it really is amazing the de havilland mosquito ladies and gentlemen um and i, I think i 
if it, you know, it's not a competition, this podcast, but I've won this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. You bye bye. You won it hands down, but only because of my magnanimity. <laughs>